for a fifth consecutive season, the Houston Astros are headed to the American League Championship Series. up everybody welcome back to another edition of beyond the diamond podcast here on the apollo podcast network as always brian lalima apollo des here with you follow us on twitter at blima 790 at apollo des one and of course at apollo h-o-u and the houston astros are headed to their fifth straight american league championship series as they took down the chicago white Sox to end the alds 10 to 1 at guaranteed rate field. Suck it, White Sox fans. Suck it. Not one. Not two. Please please no. Not three. (laughs) Not four. Five. You can count them on one hand. Five. The Golden Age. Five in a row. The Golden Age. Five straight ALCS appearances. Houston is a baseball city. Baseball town. Baseball town. What a day it was for not only the Houston Astros, but for Apollo HOU. I mean, we had content going in left, going out left and right. Dez was at the uh, Spindle Tap Brewery for the watch party. We got new shirts dropping. We got Lance McCullers Jr. rocking our tank during the postgame celebration. Can we tackle that? Clubhouse. Hang on. Do do you mind real quick? Do, Do you mind? Yeah, go ahead. Do you mind? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we look at this. He's a chugger. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. Unbelievable. A championship <sighs> chug. A machine, ladies and gentlemen. Not one. Not two. Not three. Not four. But five. Count him. Championship chug. Hey, gang's all here. It's so cold when it hits your lips. I see that. You're struggling a bit. It was a little cold. Oh, I have my though. classy little little wine. I don't drink champagne. You know what? I have I have a Ooh, a bottle of Don Perignon. Uh-huh. I have two of them. Okay. I got one for a mortal enemy when I vanquished them. I've, and heard, then, I've heard that one. I've heard that one. And then another one for a World Series. And I have a pack of cuban cigars baby they're in my humi they're in my little humidor ready just ready to be smoked but you know what we don't celebrate with champagne for an alds that's a white Sox thing yeah we act like we've been here before we had rendon today yelling and screaming on the mound like he was fucking genghis kong and hey bubba i get it you're a little amped up you're a little juiced up a little 99 a little 100 but you know what you know what happens when you don't act like you've been there before? It bites you in your ass. Sure and does. And what happened? Mr. Sure Carlos does. Correa, pay that man. Mr. October, my captain, says, not so fast, me. Boom, two out, double. We're up. We're parting. And then the route was on. Ten unanswered, Brian. In an elimination you know, game. Ten <clears throat> unanswered. Hey, what's that? Uh, what's that word that starts with an M that we talked about? Momentum. Uh, uh Uncle Mo. Uncle Mo. Uncle Mo. Man, that's a what we're gonna appearance. call it. The momentum. Well, you know what? Well, let's call this episode Uncle Mo. Uncle Mo. Uncle Mo and the boys. Uncle Mo and the boys. <laughs> oh, love man. it. Put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> I love it. But seriously, 
Let's let's tackle. Look, okay. Let's let's talk about the Chicago White Sox for a second. Let's just talk about the let's talk about the White Sox. Uh, they're frauds. Fra- just like you said. All okay, season. I, look, I'm about okay. All keep season. going. Keep all going. season. Keep going. That's the thing that annoyed me the most about this ALDS is you could clearly tell the team that has been there before. Now, granted, the White Sox haven't had a playoff run since 2008. They haven't had a home playoff game since that same season. So, of course, the raucous crowd, and just like Lance McCullers said in his uh, his postgame presser, you know, out on the field, from a standpoint of viewing people at a game and just from a fan of the game of baseball, what they did in Chicago with the blackout, that was badass. And, and it's just, it's we're that much closer to normalcy here in the United States of America and in the world because of everything going on with COVID, right? So just to see that spectacle was phenomenal. And the same goes for Minute Park and, and at the Giants field and, and, you know, actually, never mind. Fuck Chavez Ravine. I don't give a shit. It can break off and go into the ocean for all I'm concerned. But um, just from a standpoint of viewing the game of baseball, that was badass. But you could tell what team has been there and what team has not been there. Okay. Correct. The antics, man. Tim Anderson. And we said it last episode. We said it last episode. Tim Anderson, what are you upset about, dude? Why would, why would Ryan Stanek throw you a fastball? You are one of the best hitters on the White Sox, arguably one of the better players in the league, and it's a respect thing. And you're mad about that? For sure. You're mad about that? For and then you sure. got Rodon, Rodon huffing and puffing. Oh, my God. Uh, on the mouth, screaming, he- pounding chest. What a mistake. How do you throw an 0-2 fastball and leave it in the zone for Carlos Correa, who is hitting... Uh, who's hitting above 300 and, and, and you know, just per- peak performs in October. Oh. Why would you throw him that 0-2? What a bad 0-2 pitch. Locate you know what? your 0-2 pitch, but Brian, you don't. I, I 100% agree with everything you're saying, right? But you know what and where it starts? With Tony Larusa Up top. With Tony La Up top with Tony La Russa. Oh, and yeah. we'll circle back to the beginning of the game. But I have to touch on this. You had a little, little drunk driving Tony La Russa, a little TLR, <laughs> swerving all over the place, running out to the umpire in his little waddle. We're up 7-1. He thinks we're throwing at Jose Abreu. What are we doing? Jose Abreu's yelling at him at first base to get back in the dugout. A 20-minute ordeal. He's trying to get tossed. He's trying to get the hell out of Dodge. He doesn't want to be there. Umpires won't toss him. He's making a scene. You know for what? And it for, starts up top because you know what? If you this, haven't been there, that's how you act. This goes beyond Tony LaRussa. Let's let's take a step back before they hired Tony LaRussa. Let's say, you know, there was a head coach, or I'm sorry, a manager by the yeah. name of AJ Hinch that was available to He's be the next manager of the Chicago White Sox. In a World Series. Uh-huh. And you hire Tony LaRussa over AJ Hinch. Could you imagine the White Sox with AJ Hinch at the helm? Think about that. Would have been uh, a lot. Wow. We'd probably play tomorrow night. Wow. Yeah. Imagine that. But no, they hired Tony LaRussa. Not sure why. The game has passed him up. And uh, look, I get a manager trying to back your player, trying to fire up your team, trying to find a spark because. Guaranteed rate feel was more worried about cheering when Jose Altuve gets hit in the elbow on a 95 mile an hour fastball up and in, even though the tying run 
at that time in the game, trots to first for free. He eventually scored on the Carlos Correa two RBI double with two outs. Okay, I get that. I get that. But if you want to fire up your team, why not do it in the fourth inning when you're down five to one and you could have gone out there and got tossed for arguing balls and strikes? Maybe that'll fire up your crowd. Maybe that'll fire up your clubhouse, your dugout. Two one ball game. But you wait until it's seven to one and Kendall Graveman. And that's another thing. Have you not, it goes back to Tony La Russa. Are you not studying film? Are you not studying analytics? Kendall Graveman hasn't been able to find command in the last month. And the thing is this, we saw it all series and I was, I was fully prepared coming into today to be like, Hey, TLR did, uh, grow up a bit Mm -hmm. because we know, we know his antics. We know all the stuff that happened this year with Mercedes and all this shit. Don't swing when you're 3-0, 3-1, scores 10-1, whatever. I was fully prepared to come in and be like, hey, the White Sox, you know, they're, they're, they're going to get there. They're a good team. They're still built to win. We'll probably mm-hmm. see them next year or the year after. They'll, they'll still be around. But he just can't <laughs> help himself. No, because his answers in, in, in the press conference were, were correct. We're politically correct. You know, you're, he was the only one really in a 2-1 series acting like they were behind. He was like, hey, this is a really good ball team. I don't know what, you know, I'm not talking about my guy mentioning some stuff. I'm just talking about now. They're bringing out Lance McCullers. He has all this, this, this. He has six different pitches, blah, 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 blah. But he can't fucking help himself. He can't get out of and his own way. And it starts up at the fucking top. Yeah. And you can build this foundation, and we're seeing it now with the Astros, this foundation that we built. It's a golden age. It's five straight ALCS appearances. Yep. We're hunting our third pennant to go to another World Series. And that's a strong foundation. It doesn't matter who comes out, who's going. Springer's gone. Is Correa gone? Hinch is gone. Lunau's gone. It doesn't matter. That foundation is there. Yeah. But when you have a fraudulent character leading the ship, yep. this is the fallout that happens. Absolutely. You have Rondone yelling, pumped up, making a scene. You have Anderson cussing out Stanek. You have your manager and skipper making a scene for 25 minutes. And it's just flat out embarrassing. Yeah. Flat out embarrassing because I, I was fully prepared coming in today, tonight, to say, hey, the White Sox were a good. And I'm, look, the team, hey, White Sox, White Sox fans, I'm talking to you right now. The team itself, the fans, great game, great series. I love it. GG's. TLR, you fucking fraud fuck. <laughs> Get out of here. Beat so the traffic. It, it, it goes, to me, it goes up to the top, right? And, and, and I'll say it again. Them hiring Tony La Russa was not the correct move. How you don't hire AJ Hinch is beyond me. Absolutely beyond me. Okay? And then it goes through... All season long, like you said with Mercedes, one of the most up-and-coming young rising stars in the Chicago White Sox organization. Tony La Russa ripped him so bad that the kid wanted to retire. He retired for a day. And then somehow, literally, literally he retired because of the manager. Somehow comes back. I think he spent the rest of the year in AAA, which is a really shitty story for that kid because he's a stud. I'm sure sure he'll bounce back. I'm sure he'll bounce back. Hopefully it's with another organization that actually values the talent that they have in their minor league system. And then you get into, you know, these, these um, antics of Tony La Russa, like when Abreu got hit in the head, what does he do? He scampers out and he makes it about himself. And we talked about it. We went on a right here. We did. Yeah. On beyond the diamond on one of our episodes. 
Tony La Russa is running out there getting in catchers' faces because uh, Brian, and his or, dude or, or is Abreu, knocked out on the ground. He's literally standing two feet away from Jose Abreu, who was on the ground, who just got hit straight in his dome. And Tony La Russa is out there barking and yelling and talking shit. Bench is clear as Jose Abreu is still laying on the ground. So it starts at the absolute top, right? So then you look at the antics from, like you said, Tim Anderson chirping at Ryan Stanek. You've got Rodon running his mouth on the mound, huffing and puffing, pounding his chest, not making good O2 pitches. And look, you've got, and then out of all people, Ryan Tapera running his mouth after a post game uh, or uh, after a postseason victory. Even AJ Przinsky said it himself. And take take look, AJ Przinsky. You know, is you, annoying. Is annoying on on the broadcast, okay? But at the end of the day, the dude played in the big leagues for like fifteen years, okay? He played in the big leagues for a long time, right? So he knows the game from that standpoint. Even he himself on the broadcast today said, "What do you gain from that, Ryan Tapera? Why would you say that? What are you doing? What do, that makes no sense. Zero. And who's it, leading the ship? Tony LaRusso. It falls up there. It falls up there. And look." Everyone loves AJ. AJ was a staple here, all that. But you got to give credit to Dusty Baker right now. Oh, yeah. Everyone right now watching and listening, you have to just say, look what he has done. Yes, it is not the team he has built. James Click, this is not the team. This is still Jeff Luno's guys. This is still AJ Hinch's guys. But to come in and get to your second straight ALCS through all the shit, through all the hell, through everything this team has been, it's we said it starts up top, right? That is a leader of men. They are that is a team playing behind a and yes, he makes boneheaded decisions. There's there we could sit here and dissect everything. But those guys fight and they yeah. play for him and they will die for him because he is a leader of men and it starts yeah. up top. It starts yeah. with Dusty Baker, it starts with James Click in the front office and everyone else that's doing stuff behind the scenes. The R&D team, the scouting department, the freaking customer service, everyone in the organization. It starts up top with those two gentlemen and it works its way down to the players. And that is why we're in our fifth straight ALCS. Guys, this is history. This is fucking history right now. Yeah. Soak it in. Yeah. Enjoy this moment. Relish yes, it. it is a war Friday. Alex Gore and the Red Sox, they're hotter than fucking hell itself. They're coming in. But right now in this moment, soak it in. Enjoy it because we all deserve it because we've all gone through hell. We've all got the chirps, especially the guys on the field. Yeah. And and just to to hit on Tony La Russa one last time, in his postgame presser today, uh, he said, quote, if they don't admit it, then they're really dishonest. Talking about uh, the Astros hitting Jose Abreu, which, again, that goes into – Tony La Russa, you're not studying opposing pitchers because if you actually did your homework, you would know that Kendall Graveman hasn't had command of his fastball in like the last month. And it was a 3-2 count, throw up 7-1, and it's Kendall Graveman. What issue does he have with anybody? The dude got traded after the at the trade deadline from, from the Mariners and was actually sad that he got traded. You think that guy is going to go try to start some shit in a 7-1 yeah. ball game? No. For what? For what? To face a potential suspension, which would hurt his chances of playing in, prob- in his first ALCS? No, Tony La Russa, it wasn't on purpose. You waited too long to try to fire up your team. You waited until the 7th, 8th inning. No, that's not intentional. 
That's not intentional. Stop trying to make this into something that it is not. Correct. Just tip your hat. The Astros are better than you. They were the better team. That's why they're moving on. And that's 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 it for Tony La Russa. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. It's like, how senile can you be, bro? Move on, Tony. Like you lost. Go to go to Cabo. Go to Cozumel. You and your wife, you know, maybe go play some golf, maybe, maybe some shuffleboard, you know, whatever you want, dude, and enjoy your offseason. Okay. You've got a good squad. But to sit there and try to make something out of nothing is just absolutely fucking ridiculous. Just absolutely ridiculous. And Tony, uh, I'm sorry, Dusty Baker, okay? You may not like some of his bullpen moves. You may not like uh, the things he says. You may not like how he threw Brooks Raley uh, 80% of the time in the first half of the season and, you know, throwing Yimmy Garcia back out there today. There was a lot of people on the timeline freaking the fuck out uh, because Lance got pulled after four. You know, just to see that he had something going, he has some strained forearm or forearm discomfort, whatever the case yeah. may be with his forearm. He's got something going on there. Okay. That, I'm, a, I'm a little worried. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're definitely worried about that. But Dusty Baker is arguably one of the best managers to ever live. He deserves a ring. Ever live. Absolutely. He deserves a ring. And he 100% deserves a ring. This is the moment. And look, we had the sprint, all the, all the limping, get it, ALCS last year. We're back in the ALCS again this year. Like I said, it's not his team that he built. It's not Click's team he built. It's Hinch and Lunau's team. Very much like Barry Switzer and the Cowboys. You know, it, it was Jimmy Johnson's team. Doesn't matter. What this team has rallied around, Dusty, they've rallied around this, this constant, constant warfare from the fans and from other teams and they're chirping. It just fuels them. And we said it the other day. We said, why say something? Don't poke because, the bear. Don't poke it. Because there's other teams that did it last year. And look what happened. And so I think coming into this Red Sox series, who are cheaters as well, allegedly. My <laughs> guy, Alex Cora. I love the guy. I will love him forever. But it's going to be an absolute war because they're hotter than hot. But let's go. We'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll do ALCS just, preview. D- D- Dusty Baker. One more thing on Dusty Baker is during that whole thing where Tony La Russa is out on the field trying to cause a scene, staring down Dusty Baker. Pointing all, you know, vengefully over at uh, Kendall Graveman. None of them reacted to that at all. Just the utmost, utmost professionalism from the Astros all the way around. From every player, from the manager, from the bench coach, Joe Espada, from uh, uh, Centron. I mean, all the way from the top down. Just professionals. Because they've been there before. You know that old saying, act like you've been there? We yeah. could tell who's been there and we could tell who hasn't been there. And it showed. 100%. And it showed. A hundred percent it showed. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a great day for the Houston Astros, but man, I just, <laughs> I wish I could say I'm not surprised from Tony La Russa, but I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, what a jackass, man, just un, un, unbelievable from him. So that's, that's I, it. We're not going to talk about Tony La Russa anymore. Yeah. I mean, to circle back to the game now, you yeah. had, you had the early momentum on the White Sox. They had the Gavin Sheets homer. They had Jake Myers. Who the Myers. fuck is Gavin Sheets? I, I tweeted that. Who uh, is Gavin Sheets? He's uh, the only one that looked good tonight for the White Sox. No, he raked. He was all over yeah. the He was he was raking tonight. Um, 
you had you had the the Gavin Sheets homer, the Jake Myers injury. He tried to rob it a little shoulder. They said shoulder discomfort. It looked like he separated that son of a bitch. Yeah, for sure. And they they looked like they put him against the wall to pop it back in. Uh, he tried to fight back in. You had Correa, um, Brantley, Michael Brantley, Brantley right all there. of them just like hey, like trust trust Chaz coming in. Let's yeah. let's get out. Don't play hurt. You know it's it's gonna be all right. I love that moment, even though it was shitty because Jake got hurt. Uh, the other thing of it was the team didn't blink. No. From that moment on, it was just go, 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 go. Yep. There was a, there was a sense of urgency all day. And I, and I talked about it at the watch party. Uh, it was, it was a thing of, of just, how do I say this? It felt like the, the dirtier and sloppier this game could get. It was better for the Astros. It was better if they could get it into a 1-1, a 2-1, a 0-0 game early into the 5th or 6th because in that moment, it felt like the the White Sox were going to start to press and they would start counting out and they start to get worried and be like, okay, should I, could I do this? And and we saw Larusa blink when he brought in Kopech. Yeah, he waited. He waited too long to bring. Yes, him in. no, no, no way should have Rendon pitched to Correa in that situation. No, it should have been Kopech have. right there, coming in throwing a hundred Chet in this live righty righty matchup. Um, that's the thing. The second thing is, it almost felt, and I and I saw it last night with the Red Sox, and it just may be an Astros philosophy thing with Alex Cora doing it, and we saw it with Hinch. They almost have a plan and they stay the course. And I and I kept saying, survive the surge, survive the surge, survive yeah. the surge. And it these philosophies we saw with Hinch, we've seen with Core, and now we're seeing with Dusty. So I think it's just an astral philosophy that which, these guys which, have a plan. You say you say Dusty, and I think some credit needs to go to Joe Espada. Correct. Because 100%. Joe Espada has been there through AJ Hinch, through all these magnificent runs. And Centron, and, and, and Strami, and all of them. Absolutely. Yes. And Dusty That's why I think it's a philosophy thing. For sure, for sure. So, I think I think it's just a it's a, a thing that you come in and, and, and you become it. They just stay the course. It was, yep. all right, it was Larusa blinking first, going co-pitch, and it was too late. And then he went crochet after that, and he was like throwing all his horses out there. It was like, all right, here's Lance. Here's Yemi in a clean inning. Here's Mayton. And then here's Stanek, Grayman, Presley. This yeah. is what we're rocking with. This is what we're rolling with. And this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't know about the discomfort with, with Lance. That's a different thing. But that was the game plan, and they stuck to it. It doesn't matter with the ebbs and flows of Uncle Mo mm-hmm. and yeah. everything that goes on in a playoff game. It was just, hey, we have a plan. We're going to go with it. And if shit hits the fan, then we'll adjust. But we're going to trust the fucking process. Yeah. And that's what happens. Because yeah. now you're not caught in a situation where the Astros did. They start tacking up runs. Until the Altuve home run, there was no bombs. It was a straight up, get them over, just, get them in. Yeah, just or stringing hits together. String hits together, and at one point you had Martin Maldonado drop down a sack bunt. Yeah, you know, and then or uh, clutch uh, it right up the or gut. clutch it right up the middle. Right. So you talk about survive the surge. So that goes for me. That goes into play of grabbing the momentum. Okay. So Sheets hits the home run. Okay. Jake Myers makes one hell of an effort, slams into the wall. Right. So obviously they the White Sox score first. That's momentum on the White Sox side. 
What cut into that momentum, honestly, is Jake Myers getting hurt. Okay, so Jake Myers goes goes to try to rob it, misses it by inches, falls to the turf. He lay, he's he's down for quite a while. Gets up. Okay, so White Sox go into the top of the third, up one to nothing. Right. Yep. So you get some runners on. Oh, that's when that's when you hit Altuve. You get a oh, runner, and then all right. So I did say props to the White Sox. Well, fuck you right here. Yeah. In that game, they start booing. They start they cheering. Booed. They they're, they're they, saying fuck Altuve. They're cheering when he gets when hit. Let's let's and even the inning prior, they're Look, booing. They're booing Jake Myers as he's laying down. With the then they boo him. Then they boo him when he stands up. Then they boo him when he's trying to warm back up to see if he can throw. And then they boo him as he walks off. Then they start cheering when Altuve gets hit in the elbow. Okay, so Altuve getting hit. Obviously, that's the tying run trotting to first. Okay, he gets on. Eventually, gets to second, and then you've got runners at second and third with uh, Correa coming up, right? So you can yep. feel the momentum start to build for the Astros. You feel the momentum. You feel the momentum. And then Rodon gets Correa down 0-2. Crowd gets to their feet. Carlos does his thing. Gets an 0-2 high fastball. Smacks it down the left field line. Momentum back on the Astros' side. But here's the big key about momentum in baseball. If you grab a lead and you grab the momentum back from an opposing team, it is your pitcher's job to go out in that next half inning Throw strike one, get out one. And that's exactly what Lance McCullers did in the bottom of the third. So that keeps the momentum on the Astros side. And what happens at the top of the fourth? They get three more runs. And now now we're rolling. Now we're rolling. Now you see Tony LaRusso start to press. And it was just downhill from there for the White Sox. So I know we're not talking Red Sox. We'll talk it tomorrow. The it's almost like an unmovable object meets an unstoppable force situation coming up. Um, which I'm, I'm really ready to dissect. I think we're a better team than the Red Sox. They're really hot. They have they're they're on fire right now. They're they're us. They're the Northeast yeah. us. And so, what we saw with this White Sox team is that we saw that they started pressing late in the game. Obviously, when you're when you're chasing a you're chasing a number and you need to hang maybe a crooked number at the time, um, it's tough and. When the guys are coming in, and this is props to to Yimmy Garcia. I I put him on a rocket, and I sent him to the moon last episode. Hey, you can maybe come back. Good job today, meet. You had Philip Maton, who has been a rock star in the playoffs. Um, You had Stanek coming in to get Anderson, where Anderson was chirping. You had Grayman and Press, right? we, We know those guys, the usual suspects. You just saw them come in, and... Yes, we had a lead. It was still a one-swing game in theory, but they just came in and pounded the zone. The umpire yeah. had a bigger zone today. Uh, we saw it on both sides, and they just went to work. And that's what you want to see out of these guys when their number's called. Because before the game, we're talking like, okay, is Lance going five or six? And then we're going your Queedy and then Inter-Kitty, Presley. Yeah, yeah. You know, what are we doing here? But the game plan wasn't that. I, I honestly think it was, it was Lance and the guys, yeah. and then... If there was a game five, it was Framber, your greedy Grinky. And that's what they're going to roll with. And so the guys coming in, I think, had some confidence because it wasn't, they were prepared for it. They were not caught off guard, like, oh, shit, I'm coming up. Like, it was Sunday night with, I don't think anyone expected, even Yimmy Garcia coming in on a 2-0 count. It was a clean inning. It was doing this stuff and just doing what they were brought here to do. Look, I know the trades probably don't look good. Dela Cruz is going to be a stud for a rental Yimmy Garcia. But he just got you to the ALCS today. Yeah. Phil Maton, 
and Diaz for Miles Straw, right? People are still clamoring about that. Maton got you out to get you to your fifth ALCS. Excuse me. So those two trades already paid off. They already paid oh, yeah. dividends. You're playing for a pivot. The baseline every year for the Houston Astros is playing for a pennant. For a pennant. Because that's what we're doing. Every year. That is the bare minimum. You should be playing for a pennant. And that's what we're doing. Now the game is on. The season is on. You're eight away. You're eight away from history and shutting everyone up for the forever. Yeah. So. And and, and not to mention, not to mention the the Miles Straw trade enabled Jake Myers to come up. And and Chaz McCormick. And Chaz McCormick to get more playing playing, time. And they both played extremely well. And they both had really good playoff series and got a lot of big-time innings. And they got Um, the experience. That's going to pay And that's huge. Oh, yeah. So, the best thing about this is our guys didn't blink today. Yeah. And that is what we talked with Ben Verlander. We talked about this lineup, this team. Every single one has logged more innings than anyone it's all about in the, the show. experience, the playoff experience, and the veteran leadership of this team. And we saw it on full display today. Because you think about it, we didn't know. We didn't know that Lance McCullers has some discomfort in his, in his forearm. We just thought, okay, the pitch count's a little bit up. Maybe Dusty saw something. Strami saw something. No, there was, there was a, a health issue there. And Dusty doesn't blink. Goes right to Yimmy. People kind of freaked out. Yimmy gets his job done, and then there's always some sort of plan in place that we don't know about, and it works. And yep. it works, and we saw it. And that just goes back to veteran leadership. That's why they brought Dusty Baker in. They, bought, they brought him in to fight off all the critics and all the shit-talking with the scandal, which yep. he did. But oh, by the way, he got him to another ALCS, and then this year, still fighting off critics, still people talking shit. And yep. he's there. And oh, by the way, they're back in the ALCS. It's just, it's a testament to this organization. It's a testament to this team and to Dusty Baker and the resiliency. There, I, I can't speak more highly than, than what we saw. We, we saw. we saw Carlos Correa just say, hey, I didn't even know who the guy was. I heard, we heard the comments, you know, if you don't know the facts, shut the fuck up again, oh, essentially. Yeah. You heard, you heard Lance, you heard Briggs, you had, you heard Jose Altuve, MLB Network had him on for a five minute segment. Yep. And that dude did not say one bad thing about the White Sox organization, not one bad thing. the fans, no one. He said they were a great team. He said it was a great fan base, a great series. That man deserves a statue on every single corner in this city. He deserves another championship. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. And he doesn't deserve any of the hate, but it's fueling this team to go for another championship. And I just can't speak enough of how great this team is. The leadership, the experience, up and down the organization from from the beer vendors all the way up top to James Click. I I just can't speak more highly enough about this organization than what I can today. The the adversity that the Astros have gone through um, since the sign stealing scandal was revealed, um, Allegedly. Since all, yeah, so, well, yeah, Allegedly. Since all of the press conferences that they've had to go through, all the questions they've had to answer, all the shit talking they've had to listen to, um, just everything, all the articles, all the, the fake outrage, it pays dividends in moments like we see, uh, you know, in the ALDS while traveling to Chicago. And we'll see it again when they go to Boston because Boston, dude, Boston, it's a war. Fenway Park is one of the war. oldest venues in all of baseball. And a great baseball venue. That place is going to be absolutely insane. 
and the Astros aren't going to blink. It's going to be just another day in the park. We've been there before. We've been to Boston in 17. We've been to Boston in 18. We've been there, and it's not anything different. Um, And we'll do an ALCS preview tomorrow. Um, But back to the game. 10 runs, 14 hits, hits? one bomb. (laughs) And, of course, it was Jose Altuve in the ninth. Correct. I mean, it was so poetic. Right on cue. So on on MLB.com, they have a recap, obviously, but I didn't know this. They have the win probability of the teams from each moment, key moments, right? And so when Gavin Sheets hit the home run in the second, the win probability for the Sox was was 64%. When Correa doubled, it was 62% to the Astros, so it flipped a straight 21%. No, 40%. Sorry, bad at math. Um, Machete single got them up to the win probability to 74%. You had Bregman, who we're not even talking about. Who hit the the best out of everyone. Yeah. It breaks it open with the the double to make it 5-1. 88% win probability. And then the next key moment was the Altuve home run. So they, they missed the whole five runs right here. But it was already at 100%. It was... A testament to this team of just stringing hits together. And that was the thing with this team, right? It was like they live and die by the long ball. We talked about it with Ben. Ben was a little bit worried with about the living and dying by the offense. And we agreed. We said, hey, this is this team does do that. They live and die by their lineup. And it's tough. Because you can't do that in October because you're facing really good teams. But you had an Astros team today in a clincher. Knock out 14 hits, 10 runs, and only one bomb? That, that's, that's fucking impressive. And, that's, and that is so damn impressive. I think the thing that needs to be highlighted the most is you look at two-out RBIs. Yeah. Brantley, Altuve, Correa, Bregman all had two-out RBIs. Brantley had one. Altuve had three. Correa had two. Bregman had two. And then another thing that needs to be highlighted is the Astros on the base pass. Brantley with a stolen base, Altuve with a stolen base, and Kyle Tucker with two. He stole second and he stole third in the same inning, pretty much within like two or three pitches. You could say all you want about the Astros and the home runs, but we didn't see that today. We saw one home run and it was it came in the ninth, like you said, from Jose Altuve. So before that, you almost had a small ball effect, right? You oh, get yeah. guys on on the base pass, you move them from station to station, you swipe bags, timely hits, and two out. Hitting. Do you know how hard? I, I know you know this, but for for listeners, two out hits are rare and they don't happen often. And we saw it so many times today from Brantley, Altuve, Correa, and Bregman. Who, who else? Right? Who else than than those four? Yeah. This and- game, this win, was all about, like I said, getting guys on base, moving them from station to station, timely hits. We saw a sack bunt. From Martin Maldonado, we saw a, a big RBI for Martin Maldonado. We saw Kyle Tucker do Kyle Tucker things. I mean, it's just an overall good team win. And then obviously the bullpen pitched well. Lance McCullers did his job for the first four innings. I mean, just a total team win to knock the White Sox White Sox out of the playoffs. And the thing about it is, when you look at the stats coming in, right? And it, obviously, small sample size. The playoffs, you know, redo it. You only struggled this series. Um, as the AL batting champion and went two for five today, you had four guys with an OPS over a thousand. <laughs> That's that is ridiculous. Altuve with a one point one zero one OPS. You had Bregman at a one point one six six. 
Tucker right at 1.000. Yeah, McCormick at 0.900. You had Bregman at 0.882. I mean, it is. You have Carlos Correa at a 1.068 OPS. All these different guys. I know you're a batting average guy. I know. So let me do this for you. Altuve batted 313 in the ALDS. Brantley 368, who we said struggled. We said Brantley was struggling. He ended up with a 368 average. Bregman 375. Jordan 273. Correa 385. Gurriel with the 176 batting average. Tucker with a 294 average, but with a thousand OPS. 375 for Myers and 400 for Chaz. And we won't talk about Machete because he does so much behind the plate. So you have this this team that's just so fucking deep, man. And it's just got to be the White Sox got to be looking right now and be like, what the fuck did what the fuck just happened? Right. Because we heard about the White Sox. We heard about the White Sox. We heard about La Russa. We heard about Tim Anderson. We heard about the Field of Dreams. We heard about all this stuff. The pitchers, Giolito, Lynn, Rendon. We heard about all this, the pin. And what happens? Doesn't matter. Gen- when gentlemen, you, when gentlemen sweep. It doesn't matter when you go up against experience and a gentleman sweep and a lineup that is arguably the best in baseball. Yeah. With, with nothing but experience in that lineup. And that's a lineup that didn't even feature a Ledmus Diaz who, who swung it probably, I mean, just an, an underrated player in a Ledmus Diaz. So yeah, I mean, it's just, man, you look at one through nine and that's rotating Chaz McCormick and Jake Myers in and out of center field. And I, I, I mean, one through eight, obviously, are liable to put good at-bats together, hit doubles, hit bombs, yeah. whatever it is. Martin Maldonado is obviously in there for defensive purposes, um, but he got it done today. And you have a lineup that can get you to the World Series. And they're one step closer by taking out the White Sox. And I'm so glad they did it at Guarantee Rate Field. I'm so glad they did it in Chicago, especially after Shrimp Boy wants to run his mouth, um, which he actually got to pitch today. I was hoping that someone hit a bomb off of him, but hey, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they won. They eliminated him. See you later. Uh, don't Beat come the back traffic. to Houston. Yeah, don't go Beat back the to traffic. Houston, Tepera. Go, uh, go back to Huntsville, bub. Go back to Huntsville. Man, what a day. Oh, my what gosh. A day. I mean, give me some thoughts, Brian. Give me a rundown. I mean, what are you feeling? Um, I, the, the, I guess to play, I wouldn't even say devil's advocate here, but if there's one negative thing, it's the, it's the injury to Lance McCullers. Um, that's, it is worrisome. He, he, he said, he said that he doesn't think it has anything to do with his ligament because obviously, uh, when you hear forearm tightness, forearm discomfort, forearm soreness, whatever, the first thing that pops in, you know, people that know about the game of baseball is if it's a forearm, it's usually the. Uh, the UCL, um, which is which features Tommy John, and obviously he's already had Tommy John, but he says I don't think it's the ligament, and they pulled yeah. him early before it could get worse per tone uh, per Dusty Baker in his post game presser, uh, so that's a little concerning. He wasn't going to start game one of the ALCS anyways. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be Framber, um, because what's today Tuesday as we record this, so you'd have Wednesday off, Thursday off. Yeah, he's not going to start Friday, so you rest him a couple days. You rely on Framber. You rely on uh, Luis you're, Garcia. You're probably looking at Lance if he's healthy and nothing's wrong. It's just sore, whatever. If he's in a perfect vacuum, he's throwing Monday, Monday. in Boston. Yeah. So, and that's fine with me. 
Look, it's fine with me. There's going to be, uh, and this will be a tease for the ALCS preview that we'll do tomorrow, but Jake Odorizzi is probably going to be on this roster. Yep, absolutely he is. Jose Urquidy is going to have to step up and keep doing what he's been done. Yep. And Luis Garcia and Framber Valdez are going to have to, to grow up in a sense of you are have to operate as the aces. Yeah. Um. If if Lance can't go, and and if if, if it's those two, if it's those two, those two will get, you know, they will get to throw it home because with the Red Sox beating the Rays, which I don't think anybody predicted besides Red Sox fans. Correct. So kudos to them for taking out the, the powerful Rays. With was... them beating, with them beating the Rays, that gives the Astros home field advantage throughout the ALCS. So that's obviously a positive. Correct. So you'll have, assuming that Framber goes game one, Luis Garcia goes game two. They will get home field advantage. They will get to get to pitch in front of a raucous Minute Maid Park crowd. Uh, so that's a good thing for those two guys. So for them, at the end of the day, they're going to have to step up. I mean, for, we know what Framber brings. I mean, I'm not saying Luis Garcia is a question mark, but can we get more longevity out of him? Can we get a solid five? Can we get a solid six? And then if Lance can't go, or if if he has to go later in the in the uh, in the ALCS. Then you're gonna have to look at Zach Grinky to start a game. I mean, there's no question, right? You gotta rely on that guy to throw to have some, you know, the veteran leadership and to step up in a in a moment to where he's gonna have to start a game. So it's gonna be interesting to see what transpires with the discomfort of Lance McCullers. Yeah. Um and, and- Obviously, we don't know. We won't know till tomorrow. We'll do the LCS preview tomorrow, and hopefully we have a little bit more information. But tonight, we're celebrating. Relish it, Relish it. That's five straight. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Yeah. I I mean, what is that? It's the Braves and the A's, right? Are the only two that ever done that? Yes. Yeah. So, this is baseball. I, it doesn't matter if you've been, you, be, you became a fan yesterday, you've been a fan your entire life, you were the Astrodome, it doesn't matter. This right here is fucking history, y'all. History. History. So relish it, pop the champagne, open the bottle of wine, and just enjoy it. Because by the time you hear this, it'll be Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, yep. today's Tuesday. It'll be Wednesday. Just, wait, when you get off work, you're listening now at work, it's fine, I know, don't pop the bottle now, put it, put it back in your desk, it's fine. When you get home, pop that bubbly, open that <laughs> bottle of wine you've been looking at, pour you a little truly, no free ads, do a little chug like Uncle Brian, and let Uncle Mo and the boys celebrate this Uncle with you. Uncle Mo and the boys, Uncle baby. Mo, Uncle Mo and the boys. Yeah, and I think, you know, you asked me how I'm feeling, I think one of the best things about today is obviously the Astros winning, but man, the interaction that we had uh oh my on, on our twitter uh um, oh on our instagram on our facebook i mean my goodness man you know we're we at apollo hou obviously are 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 driven by our fans you guys the listeners the viewers the followers the inter- the people that interact the people that show up to our watch parties obviously at fm kitchen uh the other night on sunday night and then today over at spindle tap brewing so thank you i, I mean i can't uh, you know, I had some family stuff going on today, so I couldn't make it. But from everything that I saw, everything that I read, everything that I've heard, I mean, my God, man, it, it's Apollo HOU is we're on the cusp of of, of greatness, greatness. Absolutely. Greatness. And and it's all thanks to you guys, the listeners, the viewers, the, the the people that interact with us. This community, just, this foundation, the foundation back yeah. again. 
the foundation. And, and just to see, um, I caught the the picture of of Lance on the field. Lance McCullers Jr. wearing our uh, uh, H-Town versus everyone tank that I have on just a regular t-shirt. But I mean, just to see how many people caught that same picture and tweeted it to us instantaneously, it's continuing to grow. Um, And man, I'm excited for the future with Apollo HOU. And my God, I mean, that's that's what made today that much better is just seeing how many people interact with us and, and like our tweets and and send us funny gifts and send us DMs and want to buy our, our merch. And, and I mean, it's just all around just a, a hell of a day for the Houston Astros, a hell of a day for Apollo HOU. We're, we're not going to quit. We're going to continue to pump out the best content, obviously what Des and I are doing right now. Um, so it's just a, it's just all kudos to you guys. It, it really is. So, and, and the last thing I, I don't think we can end this episode without bringing it up, but one Lance, rocking it right after the game him doing that just to do that he's been with us from the fucking jump but two today in the game jose altuve tied george springer and albert Pruitt's fourth all time in postseason home runs with 19 home runs that's good company to be in that is george springer who you love everyone i yeah. love brian loves oh, and yeah. albert Pujols, one of the greatest hitters that's ever, ever walked the planet ever ever yes he's he has created terror on us for for decades but still one of the best hitters to ever walk the planet. And Jose Altuve is not done yet. No. Like, no, he's not. There's a chance this core of Altuve, Bregman, and hopefully Correa, that they keep doing this for Octobers to come. And to rewrite all the history books. That's special. And that's why I want us to just enjoy tonight. Enjoy a fifth ALCS appearance. We're going to war on Friday against the Red Sox. We understand that completely. We'll we'll start that tomorrow. But tonight and tomorrow, look, Wednesday's an off day. And pop the bubbly. Thursday, we'll focus on the Red Sox. But for the next two nights, just fucking soak it in. Just yeah. soak it in. Because it's it's rare. This yeah. is really, 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 really rare. And it's like uh, Carlos Correa said prior to uh, game four that it would be it would be a mistake to break up the core four of yeah. the Houston Astros. Um, so I, I, I really hope that Carlos Correa continues to perform in October one, because it's going to elevate the Astros to a level to get back to the world series and eventually hopefully win the world series. But the more that he performs, the more the leadership is shown, the more that everyone sees what he means to this organization. I firmly believe the more that Jim Crane is probably sitting back thinking, okay, Let's do something that get we have. Let's do something we haven't done before, and let's let's keep let's, the party going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep the party going. Pay that man. Pay that man. Empty it out. Write him a blank check. Give him a snapback hat. We'll make you all the H Town versus everyone tanks that you want. T-shirts. Uh, it doesn't matter. The onesies. Daniela, you have a baby coming. Daniela, you got you, look. You want hey, some Daniela, shirts? We got, look. You want done on the house? Don't worry about it. Whatever forget, you want. Forget about it. Whatever you want, it's coming your way. <laughs> just stay, you know. Hey, maybe throw some credit hey. card miles points at our way. Maybe you know. We'll I talk. Mean, we'll just... talk. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Let's go. Yeah. Let's sign it. Let's sign it. Um, yeah. Take your shoes off. Kick yeah. up, Kick your feet up. Take your shoes off. Stay. Hang a while. up. Hang out. You know. Stay a while. That's it. That's it. That's gonna do it. Man, what a day. What, what a, fucking a day. day. Astros back in the ALCS for the fifth straight season. History is in front of us, Houston. And uh, the Astros are going to take on the Boston Red Sox home, Minute Maid Park, Friday evening and Saturday. What you got? What's this? 
No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Details. The L, the L runs through Houston. Baseball city. Baseball town. Baseball Houston, town. Houston, Texas. I've said it a couple times today. It really do be H-Town versus everyone. It's a As vibe. Always. As always. Daz, you got anything before we get out of here? Just love you guys. Yeah. That's going to do it. Brian Lalima, Apollo Dez. Follow us on Twitter at BLima790, at Apollo Dez1, and of course at Apollo HOU. Sup- subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can check out our podcasts uh, and the rest of our Apollo Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you, you get your podcasts. And, and, and just a big shout out, real quick, to our producers, uh, to our editors, to all the guys that make it happen, all the guys and girls that make it happen beyond the, behind the scenes for our Astros coverage. Um, our college football, our pro, uh, our NFL talk, our rocket side, all of those people. I mean, just what a day for Apollo HOU as a whole. Just want to give credit where credit is due. And uh, we're not done. We're coming. We're, we are. We're still here. We're on the cusp of greatness here at Apollo HOU. As always, thank you guys for listening. Continue to tune into us. We're, we'll be back in a couple days to preview the ALCS, uh, you know, just get ready. It's going to be a war against the Boston Red Sox. A war. Can't wait. Friday. Bring your Apple Watch. Yep, that too. That too. Alex Cora is coming with his. You can guarantee you that. That's going to do it. Brian Lima, Paulo Dez. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Love you guys.